Welcome to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. And I'm Erica. And it is Spooktober. This is episode 22, and we are taking, talking about Friday the 13th, part two. What are you drinking? (laughs) Can you tell? I'm enthusiastic. But you know what? This movie is actually hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you worry. I know. We will talk it out. Yeah. So what are you drinking? Um, today I went very plain. I'm just having a regular home-brewed Starbucks mm-hmm. with cream. <laughs> Alrighty, and then you call me boring. Yeah, today I am boring. <laughs> yeah, well, I jazzed that shit up today. Okay. I made myself a Coke coffee drink. Okay, how is that any different from previous Coke coffee drinks well i made this one as oh. opposed to buying it in the can Got number it. one i can't seem to find it number two when i do it's exuberantly overpriced and yeah nowadays with gas prices yeah i'm not doing that so i experimented and i made myself my own and it's caramel coke zero coffee drink and it's delicious excellent absolutely delicious so now i'll just make it from now on Alrighty, so go on and do the dramatic plot reading, because definitely this movie deserves this. The second entry in the long-running horror series focuses on a group of teenage would-be counselors converging on Camp Crystal Lake for training under head counselor Paul. And man, did we realize that this really is a long-running horror series. Oh yes, we did. Anyway, Paul tells the story of Jason Voorhees, a boy who drowned at the camp and whose mother murdered a group of counselors in revenge. No one takes the tale seriously until a very much alive Jason begins gruesomely eliminating people. 45 minutes into the movie, (sighs) not counting the opening scene. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Actually, we did start off technically with a bang, but then it just blew. Even that was kind of like a... All right, this is the first time I've watched this movie, and it will be the last time I watch <laughs> this movie. I mean, the it sucked, okay? As far as slasher movies and horror movies go, this just sucked ass. Mm-hmm. But we turned it into a comedy. Oh, it was hilarious. Because it was just funny. Yes. And then my biggest complaint, where the fuck is this hockey mask? so now i'm assuming it's in the third one where it comes out but it took this long so are you curious now to see yes so now we're gonna have to watch part three (laughs) i don't know about that man but i have to see this happen i mean michael myers has his mask right right off the bat yep Ghostface has it yep what what the hell man i know that's bullshit this was literally part one but with a man Right. The whole movie was basically... You just said what I said. It Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Listen, I am there with you. I don't believe that I will visit this a third time. I saw it... I'm pretty sure I saw it when it came out in the movies. All right? Okay. Um, And I actually remembered parts of this movie then. Oh, so really? did your dad, so did apparently. Dad, yeah. But really, like you just said, this is part one all over again. Just instead of being the mom, it's... It's him. It's him. Yeah, because 
all you see are his feet or his hands. You don't see the character until the end, which mm-hmm. is the same as the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, my my ongoing rant of where the fuck is the mask? Yeah. And and honestly, the only thing that was different between this and, and the movie, the first one, was the beginning. And even yeah. that, to me, fell flat, too. Because when, when I started thinking about how that started, it was absolutely ludicrous. All right, movie facts. So, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it 27, which is pretty high, and audience gave it 48, which, which is, is very high. Very high. <laughs> this was released on May 1st of 1981. It had a budget of $1.25 million and it grossed $21.7 million. So, hey, at least they made their money back. And this is why they kept making it. Yeah. Because people are, you know, so into sequels and horror movies and i think friday the 13th became about the kills because yeah. there's even a video game about you yeah. know with it's this. all about the kills it's all about that so i think that's where the money maker is and then as we when we finish the movie we look through the catalog mm-hmm. there are so many in the 80s alone there was one like every year yeah I mean, he goes to Manhattan. Jason takes Manhattan. Well, it doesn't say takes Manhattan, like that, but, but. <laughs> and it's just it's like it's absurd. But he has the mask on on those movies, apparently. At least, at, at least. least. Anyway, apparently there were several cuts made to the movie to allow it to become a R rating because apparently it was too violent. Even though watching it now, the kills were considered brutal, but. I think it's because it's 2022 now. Like, yeah. this is not violent to me. This is nothing me, compared to what you to see. To what we've seen now. Yeah. But I can imagine back then, perhaps it was yeah. quite violent. Uh, there were three actors that played Jason. Mm. And apparently the deaths of Jeff and Sarah, uh, Sandra, sorry, that's the impaling one, mm. was too graphic. So there, there's actually a, a more graphic version of it that was never... Released. Mm. So that's interesting. Um, I like this idea. I think this would have been cool, but especially, well, it'll be cool now because everybody's, I think anthology is a popular theme now, Mm -hmm. like American Horror Story. I love those. I love them. Things like that. So the initial idea for Friday the 13th was that the sequel was going to be just a whole different story. It wasn't going to be anything connected like an anthology. Mm-hmm. So it would have been a separate scary movie, quote unquote, in their own right, which I think would have been kind of Yeah, cool. I think that would have been a hell of a lot better um, than just Jason <laughs> over and over yeah. and over again. I don't even understand what he is, really. I, I don't either because... So is he supernatural? So he didn't drown. Or did he and he came back? It just... That's what I mean. So he's supernatural then? I suppose. Because to me, slasher movies are not based on anything supernatural. It's a Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. Well, but then again, Michael Myers is like insanely strong. Okay, but he's got something to, I guess, back up his strength. Because he's psychotic? Yeah. The psychosis? I think that goes hand in hand in some... Situations? Some mental, some forms of mental illness. Yeah. All right. So in all right, so in this movie, Jason is wearing a sack. I called it a pillowcase, but apparently it's a flower sack. <laughs> apparently, so it's uh, he's wearing a burlap flower sack, and in part of one of the scenes, the sack was flapping in the actor's eye, 
So then to prevent that from happening, they put tape inside so it would stop flapping, but then the actor got rug burn from, from, the, the, from the tape. From the adhesive. It's probably pretty bad to put that, that shit around pretty your... unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Apparently the scene where Ginny gets grabbed behind from the window, mm-hmm. um, it took three takes to shoot it right because she was like terrified. So her... Um, fear. Fear is actually real. Mm. So that was kind of cool. Um, so apparently the film was supposed to end with Mrs. Voorhees, uh, the head that's on the table. Her eyes were supposed to open and smile towards the camera. I'm actually glad that they didn't put that. I even said it at the end of the movie. I'm like, I'm surprised the eyes aren't opening. Yeah, because it would have been too silly. And I think that would have been. But how much more silly than this ridiculous movie? But they didn't think it was silly, clearly. Uh, Apparently not. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's what I have for and I see that that facts. footage has never been released. Nope. Nope. So I guess it does exist somewhere out there. Mm, interesting. All right. So we can get into this now. Yeah. Since you love this movie so much, I'm going to let you go through the characters. Well, there's a lot of characters, actually. So we had, as we said from the beginning, wow, a lot of people to kill. All right. Let's yeah. let's do this. Mm-hmm. But then it took 45 minutes to kill anybody. It, yeah. It was like, <laughs> what the hell? All there right. was a lot of nonsense. Yeah, there was. I'm like, from the seriously, very beginning. don't bother building a story here. There is none. There was no story. They just <laughs> added fluff. Yeah. Literally, it was all fluff. I think they tried to make you get to know the characters. I'm like, I have no interest in None of them were endearing people. in any way. Just kill them. No. Make this movie for what it is. It's about the kills, even though I'm not into that, like the gore and stuff. But let's just get this over with. Yeah. You know? Because my main objective was to see the mask. How that came to be. Bullshit. <laughs> Did you see it? What? Part three? Yeah. I, I probably saw a bunch of them. So you knew. There. You knew he didn't have the mask in this movie. You led me on. I, I said nothing. This so is I your led... fault that we had to sit through this. <laughs> hey, listen. We had a fun movie night. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> laughed at all the stupidities in Everything. this movie. Everything. All right. Here, let's introduce our characters. We have Ginny, who is the main character... Oh, I didn't know this. She's yes. apparently majoring in child psychology. Mm-hmm. I added right. that in. Oh, thanks. I realized that because I didn't add that. <laughs> we have Paul, who's the main camp counselor, and he's with Ginny. Yeah. Um, we have Alice, who is the original from the old movie. The leftover from part one. Yeah. We have Ted, Vicky... Sandra, Mark, Jeff, Scott. I don't know who any of these people are. Like, I don't remember who they are. I don't care. Mm -hmm. There's crazy Ralph. He came back. Yeah. And, of course, we have Jason. Yeah. The idiot. The Mm -hmm. most idiotic villain. I think even Freddy's better. At least he has his costume put together. Yeah. He has his look. spot on from the beginning. But this, with a flower sack, not so cool. Like, what's up with this guy? So we open the movie, right, with him walking, supposedly, mm-hmm. wherever it is in the city. And this guy is like, how did he get there? Did did right. did he fly? Did he hitchhike? Did did he like just How did he find her? Right. Like the phone book? Is is mm-hmm. that it? Did he call 411 to get info? Yeah. And how did he do this? Did well, he walk all the way there? Well, since he is apparently perhaps supernatural, perhaps he floated there. Or teleported? 
It seems like he's a ghost with physical abilities. Yeah. So we have, what, what's her name? Alice. Alice. Yes. She's having a dream. I have never had a dream where I dreamt something that's already happened in such detail. She has an amazing dream memory sequence going on there. Well, to be fair, this is obviously for the audience. Yeah. They literally played the last, what, 15 minutes, 10 minutes of the movie of part, of part one. one in the first 10 minutes of this movie right i guess to kind of catch you up even though i think no, this no, came I out just, a year later honestly i just think this was just to add because this movie has no substance <laughs> so she's dreaming she dreams the whole thing all over again blah 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 yeah she's being haunted by this shit yeah she wakes up right and then she uh talks to her mom yeah gets into an argument with her mom over the phone yeah and i mean she's walking around this tiny little house mm-hmm. and it's like, you don't really, I don't know. She just gave us a tour back and forth. Here's the kitchen. Here's the living room. Here's my bedroom. Then she goes to take a shower mm-hmm. and the phone rings. And all of a sudden she's terrified <laughs> that the phone rings. And nobody answers, right? If I remember it's like, correctly. It can't be, yeah, it can't be a wrong number. Why are you terrified? Then a cat comes in through a window. Right. Because you know. if you're terrified, why are you opening leaving windows open and doors unlocked because apparently the back door was also unlocked. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Exactly. Because I'm terrified all the time and my doors are locked. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So her living on her own through a trauma, which also doesn't make sense. She should probably be with someone. Anyway, the cat jumps in. Mm -hmm. We're kind of distracted. And then she opens the fridge. There's a head in there. Yep. A woman's head. Who happens to be Jason's mom, Mrs. Voorhees. So I initially thought it was her mom's. And oh, I'm like, wow. I know. You were very confused. I'm like, like how did he do that so yeah. quick? But hold on. <laughs> Let's back it up here a little bit. Uh-huh. He walked from wherever Camp Crystal Lake is, which I still don't know where the hell it is, uh-huh. all the way to this chick's plate house or whatever. With a bag? With a bag with a head in it? I guess so. Man, that's stinky. What if he hitchhiked? Right? And then that smells? Like, wouldn't that... Per- uh, uh, forget it. I, I'm going on a tangent. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So when, she, you know, she opens the fridge, all right, there's the... Her head. And um, she gets, like, ice picked. Yep. Right? In mm-hmm. the in the cheek or in the face and the head. I, I don't know. Who cares? The point is she gets <laughs> killed by Jason. Yeah. <laughs> and there she went. Which I will say I, this was deceiving because I thought she was going to be part of the movie. Right. So, yeah, at least that was a... That's oh, why I said it really was, get away with it. It was a, quote-unquote, better opening, but it just kind of fell flat. With all those yeah. holes in it. Like, how the hell did he get there? Yeah. Anyway, so now we open to meeting the new camp people. Mm-hmm. There's a couple... I th- this is Sandra and Jeff driving right. together. They're in that little town mm-hmm. outside of the camp. And we see Crazy Ralph again. They... Because they stopped to make a phone call in a phone booth, mm-hmm. something that doesn't exist anymore. And Crazy Ralph comes by and says, you're basically, doomed. you're doomed. <laughs> yes. So he's back. Even he's uneventful this time. Yeah, I was I I was so disappointed. He was so enjoyable in the last one <laughs> that he was like, oh, look, it's Crazy Ralph. But he didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. And in the background, you see their car getting towed. Yeah. So you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then they, 
um, they meet up. You know, they follow the tow truck, and it's a it joke. Turns out to be a joke. From but the here's other what I think is really stupid about this part. Mm-hmm. Like, if you saw the phone booth, right? Why did you park it a quarter of a mile down and walk? Wouldn't you just like stop where it was, or turn around and stop next to the phone? Booth? Why? Then maybe they need there some was walking. a space to I park. That they were in a pickup truck. Maybe they saw it after. Yeah. Anyway, so the it's a joke, haha, and now it's three of them driving to the camp. Right. And as they're driving down the road, there's this huge branch uh-huh. in the way. Right. Which I mean, okay, maybe maybe I mean it looked man cut. Right. I don't like know it, that it did. It I don't know was, if it was a natural to me, it disaster. Was like the dumbest question ever. Why is that in the middle of the road? You're in the middle of a fucking forest, you dumbasses. <laughs> What, I mean, if you had seen perhaps, I don't know, a, a piece of a building, like a skyscraper, that would be something to be curious about. But a fallen tree trunk or whatever, I, this is, this is what sets me off about this movie. Okay. And then they find a, a, an old sign of Camp Crystal Lake and they just kind of look at it and they're like, hmm. What is this? Dun, dun, dun. And then they kind of just leave it there. And as this is happening, we we go into Jason's view that he is also watching mm-hmm. them. And then here comes the sound. The Jason sound. Uh-huh. Which we're going to get into in sound when we get to that part. All right. All right. Which I think the, the Jason sound theme, however you want to call it, I thought it was more impactful in the first one mm. versus this one. Really? It sounded, it was the same, but it sounded a little bit different, but I liked it more in the first one. It seemed scarier and more original. And this one, I don't know. It I know why. Weird. Because the other movie was dark. It was dark most of the time. In this movie. You know what? And that's true. Yeah. That this, movie was much darker. Yeah. This one went from, you know. It was more in the daytime. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when they get to the, so they're not at Camp Crystal Lake. They're kind of like next to it. Mm-hmm. It's in it's in walking distance, but right. they're not at the actual Camp Crystal Lake this time. Because that's been, you know, no trespassing. Yeah. Roped off. Right. Because of the incident, which I think a year has passed or something. No, some t- five years have gone by. Oh, okay. Some five time years. has gone by. Yeah. So they're at this big house. It looks like a, a community house, but then they do have separate cabins mm-hmm. in this little camp area. And this is where we see there's a bunch of them and they're there. But there's also other characters that we never see again. Yep. So I guess it's it focuses on the counselors and i think the other people may have been campers or i don't know because no, they no, disappeared they were counselors they oh. went, remember when they go into town i guess they stayed in town they stayed in they were smart man they were smart they didn't come back the, maybe that's another rule stay yeah. in town mm-hmm. <laughs> in these situations anyway so they're all getting you know to know each other then it, they do a campfire storytelling thing um, and this is where Paul tells the story of Jason Voorhees. Yeah. And one of the counselors comes, I think it's Jeff, he comes out and he scares them mm. and, you know, they're just kidding around. It's like, yeah, this is a true story, asshole. Like, yeah. kid around my ass. <laughs> <laughs> right before they all gather around and Paul is with his storytelling, his girlfriend Ginny gets there. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and this was hilarious to me. Be- Number one, you didn't realize that Volkswagen Bugs in those days, I don't even know if they still do, mm-hmm. but had the engine in the back and the trunk is in the front. Yeah. 
He literally opened the hood to the engine with no tools, looks at it, puts his hand, and he goes, okay, try it now. And then they, before even any of that starts, he starts with this, oh, bears, you have to be careful. And then talks about the women and their menstrual, menstrual cycles. Like, what oh, the yeah. hell? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was just bizarre. This guy is weird. So after there's little storytelling around the, the, mm-hmm. the campfire, they go in back into the cabin. And you see them all frolicking, as I put Yeah, they're all like... In different what, little groups. Two of them are dancing and dancing to what? Because it was not like danceable music at all. At all. Um. Then you've got, you know, the other two flirting, you know, whatever. They're doing their thing yeah. in this big community's house is what I mm-hmm. called it. Ginny goes to her own cabin um, and she's in there. I don't know why she went over there. Didn't was she it- go to put a chainsaw away? Isn't that when they show oh, her putting yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why? And she puts it in a closet, which is basically telling you, oh, this will be used later. later. Yeah, and very ineffectively at that. Extremely. Like, what an idiot. She never saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, apparently. Clearly not. <laughs> she missed that. Anyway, so she hears a knock on the door. Of course, she goes to check. Hello, who's there? And it's Paul. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, he pops out and yeah. scares her. And while this is happening... You also get the point of view that somebody's watching, but it's not Jason because the music, his theme, mm-hmm. does not come up. What we find out is that it's Crazy Ralph. Mm. He's lurking about watching and he's standing <laughs> up against this tree. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Jason is like 10 feet tall or hanging upside down from the top of the tree. And he literally, like, what was that? Like a wire thing that he wraps it around his yeah, neck and kills like poor piano. Crazy Ralph. Yeah. Well, there he went. That, that was made. It. That made no sense. And why was Crazy Ralph there? Well, I mean, he, he was there in the he, last one, too. Because he's watching out for them. He may be crazy, but he's not dumb. Right. Right. Anyway, there's a dog, Muffin. Of mm-hmm. course, there's a dog. Yeah. Who belongs to, I uh, is it Vicky? I believe her name is Vicky. I don't know. She's left to wander, which is always so rude. I mean, this is the wilderness. You're leaving this dog out there. Like, besides Jason, it could... A bear. Of course. A bear, a cat, you know, like a panther or whatever they have up there. Yeah. So, that's not okay. Yeah. And, of course, the dog does find or run into Jason, and then we're just left with that. So, it's the next day because it's daylight, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, this is already daytime. Yeah. Yeah, we've transitioned from Ginny's cabin thing to 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 the next next day. day. You know, the dog situation happened the next day. And Sandra and Jeff have this great idea that they want to go check out Camp Crystal Lake. Yep. Because why not? You know, curiosity gets the best of everybody. So they're splitting from the group. They get there and they find a mangled dog. Mm-hmm. So we're already like, great. Or a mangled something. I mean, it, it looked like they a dog. They assume it's yeah. a dog, yeah. So, of course, we're like, great. They're, of course, Muffin dies. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Um... And they get found by a cop. Yeah, the local sheriff. Yeah, who's, you know, you got to get out of here. They, you know, they get escorted back to Paul's camp. And they get all poo-pooed about and Yeah, whatever. well, Paul's like, all right, don't do that again. The cop is like, that's the kind of punishment you're giving these people. Punishment, ah. I mean, it's yeah. so stupid. And Paul's punishment is, oh, you can't have extra dessert. <laughs> it's like, what are they? They're not, they're not kids. Right. Not like that kind of kid. Exactly. Anyway. So as the cop is going, I, I think back to his car, yeah. he sees somebody, mm-hmm. well, which is Jason, 
Um, and he chases this person Into poorly, the woods. Yeah. poorly because for I don't know how he even caught up to you know Jason because I mean the the cop is super behind. Yeah, <laughs> it's like can you really see the person you're chasing anymore? Yeah, it seemed like there's no way you could see this guy because yeah, because he, he just kept stopping and taking a breath. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I get it because I wouldn't be able to chase anybody either. But it's like, so how did you really catch up to yeah. this person? And then he comes upon this shack, shack because it's yeah. not even a cabin. It looks like it's been put together from scraps that... Of maybe an old camp. Of an old camp. Yeah. Um, pieces of metal, whatever. It's just mm-hmm. run down. They they give us a... They give us a view of Jason's apparent toilet, which was disgusting. Yeah. And uh, this guy's in there. He hasn't even drawn his gun. Which is already a mistake. Wouldn't you have it drawn? I don't know. Would you? I don't know. But I would out of fear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then of course, you know, during that whole chase, the 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 theme of music is playing, mm. and then all of a sudden, wham! He gets a hammer to the well, head. Well, before he gets the hammer to the head, the cop goes to what seems maybe the back of the oh yeah little shack, and he's like shocked, and he's shocked. You don't see what it is, right? So you're left with that. Oh, what is it? What is mm-hmm. it? I want to know. And that's where he gets and of course whacked. <clears throat> I, of course, at this point thought that the appropriate song that they should have played at this particular instance is the Beatles' Maxwell Silverhammer. Because it goes bang, bang, Maxwell Silverhammer came down upon his head. Okay. Made sure that he was dead. All right, then. You don't know that song, do I you? I do not know that I'm Beatles song. I'm playing it for you later. All right. I will. This is where we notice, because we paused it for something that it's 40 minutes into the movie. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to get some of this action going. I think the first one was a little quicker. Oh yeah. Even though again, we did start the movie with a kill, but it's been 40 minutes since that time. 40 minutes. That's a really long time. And and here's another thing because I I like this. I added these notes this morning as I was going through it. (laughs) It's like, it's been five years, right? Uh Since the part one supposedly happened. Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. No one's been killed during that time. Jason has just been peacefully li- living in the forest. And and then, like, why hasn't anyone found this, this makeshift shack? It wasn't that much of a distance, it seemed, from the road. Yeah. That's an area that looks like it's frequent, frequently hiked. It just did not pan out. Just more holes in this bullshit plot. <laughs> And if he's such a killer, why hasn't he killed anybody else? Right. Or is it because he they're there? Is he territorial? Is Maybe that he's what territorial. it is? territorial. So you're telling me in five years nobody's been there? Because it looks like that house has been used. Yeah. The new camp. Right. Like it has to have been used. Yeah. And people would walk through there. There's right. going to be curious, crazy people. And not just that, you know, again, it hasn't been, maybe it hasn't been, maybe that was the first time it's been used in five years. It looked pretty good though. That's what I'm saying. And Maybe this isn't it's even new. Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, yeah. so he, let's just say they built that. Yeah. How come he wasn't pissed off that there were construction people there? And why weren't they killed? Right. It, it just makes okay, no sense. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Exactly. All right. All right, well, great point. And, you know, here we go. So now the, the counselors decide to go party. Yeah. Well, In half town. of them. Some mm-hmm. of them stay, some of them go. Right. Um, I think Paul. And Ginny. Ginny and, and Ted. 
Uh huh. They and some other counselors and some who, other ones, the ones that we never really see again. They right. go out to town and mm-hmm. the rest stay. Yeah. That night, so I'm kind of confused about these names because in my notes, the skinny dipper is Terry, but Terry's name doesn't pop up in list of characters. So I'm kind of confused. Wow. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> adding just, more let's issues just to call this her movie. The skinny dipper because right, I have it's no. a non-event, as you say. Yeah. We have, and she is Muffin's owner. Right. Okay. That sounds weird. Anyway, yeah. she goes. <laughs> she goes skinny dipping, which I think for 1981, a full frontal nude. Yeah, that was like pretty, that was that pretty was like lot. oh like, okay. It wasn't just it was like, everything. It was the whole shebang. The whole shebang. She goes skinny dipping. Now I I know this isn't the ocean. It's a lake. I still wouldn't go skinny dipping in a lake. I wouldn't Actually, go I wouldn't, dipping. Okay, I wouldn't even all. go swimming in a lake. Ver- I don't mind the ocean because in my mind it's clean for some reason. Um, and the sa- like, just lakes look creepy. Yeah, because you can't see. And you the know, ocean you can see. Yeah, for the I, most part. I guess it's because we don't grow, really. We didn't grow up around a lake. A lake, and I. The only one time I went into a lake, uh-huh. the bottom felt muggy, so slimy, yeah. and I was like, oh, I can't. I, yeah. I was so grossed out mm-hmm. that I never went back in, and I've never gone into a lake again. Yeah. yeah. So anybody out there who is, you know, like up north, I know people go to the lake. That's like a thing. Yeah. So is send it- us an email and tell us and educate us about lake yeah. Swimming. Maybe it's Florida lakes because, like, oh, I would never go into a I would lake never in go. Well, I'd be scared of a because here we have gators everywhere canals, lakes, rivers. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. Find out what happens during her skinny dip after this break. So she's swimming in this lake. It's pitch black. The water looks pitch black, obviously. And it's just, I don't know. I think, even though I've never seen it, it seems like Creature of the Black Lagoon. Can come out of a lake versus an ocean. That's a hilarious movie. I bet. She comes back from her skinny dipping. Her clothes are gone because some guy, one of the guys, takes it because it's funny. I don't know why that's How funny. How wrong is this scene nowadays in twenty twenty two? Why think about that? Nowadays, that's just there's something obscene about that. I guess so. I mean, because he was like a peeping tom. Oh well, yeah. And there was just something gross. perverted about it. Yes, very yeah. perverted about it. There was just it was just wrong. Anyway, so they go back and forth, ha, ha, ha. and as he's you know walking with her and teasing her kind of thing, he gets strung up like mm-hmm. there was a trap, which you know it's Jason. Of course it is, because <laughs> you know you know, and he gets hung up by his feet, and the skinny dipper whose name I really don't know at this point, or his, the guy who's getting hung upside down. Um, She's like, oh, let me go get something to, to cut, cut you down. down. Yeah. So she goes to her cabin, and of course, as she's doing this, mm-hmm. this guy gets killed by yeah. Jason. He gets yeah. a nice uh, throat slit, which was anticlimactic. It was very, like, blah. Yeah. Considering. And, you know, Jason, I guess you're right. He is supernatural, and he's psychic, because somehow he knew that these people were going to go over there. I mean, he's watching them. He's watching everybody. You know how it, how he had to have set that trap before. It oh, wasn't like right. He could oh. do it. Oh, yeah, I guess. I think maybe he had set it in ugh, general just whatever. for somebody to walk by. The and, point is, oh, okay, he's dead. Yeah, this guy, uh, Skinny Dipper comes back. Oh, I got the 
thingy. <laughs> and while she turns him around, ah, she screams, and then she gets killed too. How does she get killed? I don't know. I didn't even write. I just put bitch goes down. <laughs> oh my god! I was just so not having it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So she gets killed. We're back at the bar really quick. Paul and Ginny and the Ted Ted are talking, and Ginny really seems to be enthralled by this Jason story. She's trying to justify like why he's the way he is, and because she's a child psychologist. Oh, that's she's, right. That's her major. Uh, so she's trying to psychoanalyze Jason. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. has this oh. Oh, I feel so, kind of like I feel sorry for him. Right. But it, it's ridiculous because she's like, well, if he's he he died, but then, you know, he saw his mom being killed, but he was dead. So that doesn't right. even make sense. What you're saying is hogwash. Yeah. We go back to the main house and everybody's getting their jiggy down pretty much. Everybody's mm -hmm. in this. Yeah. Um, The character Vicky, she goes to get ready, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, to get it on too. And now this is where things begin to go insane finally mm -hmm. yeah. like now this is basically everybody getting killed right so i have the poor guy in the wheelchair i don't know his name either it's mark his name mark. is mark the poor yeah. guy gets macheted yeah in the face so right. he dies and then on top of that he gets like catapulted wheeled down these flights of like, stairs horrendously tall like long yeah flight of stairs like really steep so there goes that guy um then we have Sandra and Jeff. Apparently, this is like a the, this is the scene I was saying at the beginning that they get impaled by a spear. A spear, yes. You know that was pretty. Like even though that wasn't graphically violent, the that that one was pretty like ugh. But hey, that spear man, it went through two, two bodies and a, a mattress and maybe even a box spring. Yeah, that's that pretty is bad. One hell of a spear. Yeah, and boy, does is that dude strong. Jason? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. To go through all that? Think about how ridiculous that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty ridiculous. Vicky comes back and then she she uh she's looking for everybody and she finds Jason in the bed, like when she <laughs> takes the sheets off and he, you know, we see him with the flower sack. I mean, this is when we technically see him. Yeah. I think that's what I put. Yeah, yeah we finally we sort actually, of meet him. Right. Instead of seeing his feet and his hand. And remember, I'm like, what? <laughs> you were so mad. You were like, what the fuck? What? Oh, you you just. Yeah, what? because there's no mask. Yes. It's back with this flower thing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so he kills her. And what I put seems like slow-mo. I mean, she just stood there and screamed as he's coming at her instead with this knife. Instead of running away. Instead of she, running away. Which she could have because she was technically standing next to the door. door. So I'm not sure if the scene was intentionally slow-mo or he was really going that slow and she's an idiot. She I deserved to die. She was just stupid. She just stood there yeah. and screamed. Now, yeah. granted, you know, you never know how people are going to react. I was going to say that too. paralyzed in fear. fear. Yeah. With, you know, the other guy hanging up. Right, right. Cause What's his name? Jeff was just there and yeah. being speared into the wall. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. But let's say that that's what it is. Let's say that's what it is. Yeah. The point is, she gets killed. Yeah. Paul and Jenny get back. Ted stays at the bar. He's smart. And, and the and other people. Assorted people. They find the blood in the bed of Jeff and Sandra. Right. They start looking around. Things kind of get a little confusing here. The point is... Jason attacks Paul, but you don't really know if he's 
dead? No, but you know what's funny about this scene? Uh-huh. is because here is where Ginny and Paul are in, I guess, that main cabin. Yeah, the main cabin. And because the lights are all out. But Oh, yeah. There's a part there where the lights are out, but then all of a sudden just the kid, you can see the kitchen in the background and the lights are on. Oh, really? Yeah. I've forgotten to mention that. but <sighs> Probably an editing issue. They're there and they're like, she's watching this happen and she's doing she's nothing. She's not doing anything she's to help. She's just there, Paul, Paul, what's going on? <laughs> and yet five seconds ago she said, she tells them, there's someone in here with us. <laughs> like, you're not hearing the struggle? Oh my God. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Paul gets attacked. Ginny uh, runs. Right? Mm-hmm. We find Crazy Ralph dead in the pantry. That's where he hid him, which is ironic because we found him hiding in the pantry in the in first one. one. Alive, right. though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ginny, you know, chases... Sorry, Jason chases Ginny, and this is where she gets the chainsaw because she mm-hmm. goes back to her cabin. Right. And she attacks him with it, but, but I mean, miserably. Like, she doesn't do anything. You know, make sure he's dead. Chop I mean, the head off. Yeah, whatever. Or chop his feet off. That way he can't chase you. Right. I mean, do something. He might float, though. Well, I mean, he's paranormal, right? Sort of. Paranormal or supernatural? Supernatural? Yeah. Paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, he has to have... Anyway. But this is where we discover that Jason has an armory of weapons all over the place. Oh, yeah. And you kept bringing up that he has... That because first it's a machete, then it's the spear, then it's a pitchfork, right. a knife, uh-huh. the hammer. Right. I mean, this is why he has a video game. I mean, it's endless. <laughs> but no hockey mask. Yeah. Somehow in all of this, there's still no hockey mask. Because he didn't go to a hockey game yet. I'm protesting this. Maybe that's where he did get I, it. I honestly don't remember when it happened in part three. Um, and if it does, I just don't remember. No, great. Um, but I will say that this is the only, I think there's just this part you screamed. I don't know what it was about, but your dad said to you, you need to retrain your brain. (laughs) And you're like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess. So I think, um, Jason popped out of a window (laughs) or something. I had written it down. And yeah, he did say that. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, because you should have expected that. Exactly. You should have been expecting that. Because it's hard when you're typing. Yeah. Um, It's hard to, you know, keep up with what's going on on the screen. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, um, and this next part with with the car is ridiculous. Okay, what part I, I'm gonna go. So oh, Jenny yes. gets into the Volkswagen, which, by the way, is a convertible. Convertible, a convertible. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and like he shows up at the window, and she screams in horror, and you can see that he's got the pitchfork still. That's his new weapon, and all of a sudden the pitchfork comes down through the convertible. Now I don't know about you, but I've never seen anybody driving in the middle of a car. <laughs> He just saw her sitting in the driver's side of the car, which, by the way, didn't start. No surprise there. <laughs> and he decides to pitchfork it in the middle because that makes... To- he's set up booby traps. He's been- really, Jason? That's why I'm saying he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Oh. This is the worst villain. <laughs> he's like... He, I he- think he's just going on luck at this point. <laughs> well... 
But this is ridiculous because clearly he has good aim in other situations, but not now. But think, he does it in the middle. He just saw her. That she's <laughs> yeah, because he tried to go through the side. window. Right. Why do you do the middle? Do it right where she is. You clearly <sighs> didn't want to kill her. He just wanted to chase her around. He maybe, wanted, but maybe that's the point. He likes the the chase. The chase. But think? it doesn't seem like because everybody else is straight to the point. Our neighbors are talking rather loudly right now. Sorry about that. Yep. Ginny runs through the forest. She ends up at the same shack. And going back to, she just happened on it and no one has in five years. But two people have in a day. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. She's in there. She finds the room where the head is. This is what the cops saw. It was a room where Jason has this... I mean, elaborate for him, I suppose. Table, kind of like an altar. It's an altar. With his mom's decomposed head. Which apparently he took back from the beginning, right? I guess yeah. he like, put it there for effect yeah. and then hitchhiked back with a head with in another, a duffel bag. Yeah. Maybe that flower sack is where Maybe, he had... Oh, that's even worse. That would be kind of gross, but it would make sense. It anyway. would make sense. Anyway, she tries to talk to him like his mom. Mm-hmm. To, and this is to try to save herself from him attacking her. Yeah. And this reminded me a lot of um, uh, Psycho with yes. Norman and and um, Mrs. Bates. I can't Norma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, Norma, mm-hmm. at least in the, <laughs> in the show. Yeah. It was Norma Bates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's doing this back and forth. He's falling for it. Mm-hmm. It's starting to work at first. He he keeps seeing his mom because right. before she gets into her psycho whatever mm-hmm. with him, she puts on her sweater, which that oh, is disgusting. Yeah. Ew. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, but all of a sudden he kind of like, you see him tilting his head and that one eye looking through. Yeah. And then he moves it a little bit more, but then he sees her face and he realizes, aha, she's trying to trick me. Yep. Because he, she does try to attack him, but then he he snaps out of it. Paul does come back from yeah. nowhere, so I All guess he of, didn't yeah, die. He just appears, but hold on, this doesn't even make sense either. So he's even a bad serial killer, <sighs> or whatever you want to call him, slasher. Mm-hmm. He has killed everyone, and he lets this guy live. True, that's just not his mo. <laughs> Well, he's, this is his, maybe this is his first adventure. Okay. Sure. You think? No. No. But whatever. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's all this fighting. The point is, Ginny uses the machete on his shoulder. Didn't check if he was dead again. Yep. They unmask him mm-hmm. and they don't show it. Right. They don't show it. They just show their expression of right. like, oh. Okay. Shock. Shock. Mm-hmm. I presume that they presume they're, that he's dead, mm-hmm. which I don't. Anyway, they go back to the cabin. Muffin is alive, by the way. Yeah, she appears but, when they're at I mean, the cabin. You're, you're giving it away already. What? You, you didn't build the suspense here. What suspense? Okay, so I'm going to do the suspense part here. All so right, Ginny. Uh-huh. They're back in the cabin, and all of a sudden, you see Ginny is on a chair or whatever, and she's holding the pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Paul is standing at the door. And she has her back up against this big ass window. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. And they're building all this stuff, and Paul is there. Why would they even open the door if they think it's Jason out there? <clears throat> You're just going to let him free access in? Yeah. So 
He opens the door, and what? And who do we find? Muffin. Yay. Muffin's alive. Yay. At least. So this goes to me. I wrote here, oh my, is this a distraction? <laughs> Did Jason think this far ahead? Damn. And in that exact moment, Jason jumps through the window and attacks Ginny. And then it cuts there, and then it cuts back to the next day. It seems like it's daylight, or was it? I don't remember. Um, and she's being taken away mm-hmm. in an ambulance, and yeah. that's where it ends. So, was that a dream? Right. That she had? Was Muffin really alive? Mm. So where could Is it... Is Paul alive? We don't know. What happened to all these people? I guess we gotta watch part three. No. No? Absolutely not. You may be on your own here. I need to see the mask. I need to close this chapter. You are going to pay, because you probably have to pay to rent that. I know. To see that? Look it up on YouTube. Maybe you can find that one sequence, (laughs) and that way you get it out of your system. I need to find out. I'm not visiting part three. I'm done. You're done? Yep. I'm done. Chapter closed? Yeah. Chapter closed. Okay. Because I can only imagine how more ridiculous these get. Oh, they get worse. They get worse. Because I have seen several of them. Mm. And they are... The only other one I've seen is Freddy versus Jason, and that was just I think I saw the end of that, because your dad paused on it once when he was channel surfing. Uh Uh-huh. And he was laughing at how ridiculous it was. He's like, I gotta watch the end of this, because it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That one definitely is gory, though. Like, they... I mean, they obviously, amped it's up the gore. Yeah, I mean, it's modern, so it's definitely about the gore fest and yeah. the kills and yeah. all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we don't. I guess that's the only interesting part at the end here that you don't know. Was it a dream? Because I don't see Jason attacking through a window and her getting away. Yeah. Oh, and something we do have to say is when he does jump through that window, you actually get a. a oh yeah, we do see of him. his face like. Part of his face is really physically messed up. Yeah. And the other half is perfectly fine. And yeah. his hair is really long. Long. Yeah. So yeah. that was about it. He is very large. He's a large man. Yes. Like in all like tall and just like he could be a football player. Mm-hmm. Kind of Sure. Lumberjack. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so that's it. That's the end. Mm-hmm. Still no hockey mask. No. Nope. Anyway, let me just go buy one. And, and then I can be Jason myself. get it out of my system get it out of your system go ahead all right let's jump to sound and movie so i noticed in this movie a lot of the music Mm -hmm. sounded like psycho it did and i actually have found a clip where Mm -hmm. you can hear part of the psycho going into the jason jason theme theme. you want to hear that sure I mean, even the music from the, without the psycho part of it, like mm-hmm. when it, when psycho first starts, you can actually hear it in here. Yeah. In some parts. You really can. It's interesting. Very interesting. But I also found this really cool, um, fun fact, if you will. Okay. So the guy who did the score, the composer for the Friday the 13th theory, it, series, sorry, not um for henry let me see if i do this manfredini one. manfredini mm-hmm. a lot of people think that this goes cha, 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 ha, ha. it mm-hmm. doesn't okay 
it actually is, he actually came up with this because he felt he needed to show when the killer is there that embodies the killer, okay? And not just a POV from the camera, mm-hmm. from the cameraman. So he watched, he was watching the movie over and over and over. And he took that part from part one mm-hmm. where Mrs. Voorhees Bo- starts with, and he changes and she changes into Jason going, kill her mommy, kill all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he actually, what that really, that sound is, is kill her mommy, which is ki, 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 ma, ma, ma. Mm. And it it was really interesting. That is the true sound there. Mm. If you're actually interested in going and listening to this, which I found pretty interesting, um, just Google interview with Henry Manfredini and you'll see that. Nice. Pretty cool interview. I thought it was interesting because they, they also went into how he took that and used an ectoplasma machine or something. Mm-hmm. And they laughed at how antiquated that is. So yeah. that was pretty neat. Cool. Yeah. Well, at least there's that. Yes. <laughs> Best scene. I literally typed, I don't know. I don't know. I Even talking about the movie, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a scene. I have to agree with you. I guess if I was forced to pick a scene, maybe the part where Ginny very badly plays with Jason's mind. Mm. Maybe because it was a little bit different from what you would expect. Yeah. But maybe. And and that's even questionable because it was pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I still stick with I don't know. I've never been this That's why I said if I was forced, maybe. Yeah. I'm yeah. defeated in this one. How about Beth character? Listen, I agree, no one, but the only reason I picked Jason, because he's an idiot anyway, <laughs> is because he got rid of these annoying characters. Because all the characters suck. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, at least you're getting rid of them. Yeah. So that's a plus. So yeah. you win yeah. by default. But that's not saying much because he sucks. Yeah. I had no one. <laughs> no one. No right. one. Not even Jason. That works. Yeah. And uh, what about best unlikable character? I oh, put the counselors, to be I honest. I, I see that. Because yeah. um, it plays hand in hand with... This movie fell so flat. <laughs> so, so flat. That no one was the best unlikable character. Not even Jason. <laughs> if you ask me who was annoying... Yeah. That goes to Paul, the, the he camp was annoying. Yeah. counselor. He was trying too hard to be the boss yeah. and everybody's friend... That he felt fake 100% of the time. Needless to say that he was an awful actor, in my opinion. Everybody was. Everybody was, but it was just so bad. All yeah. right. Yeah. Wow, we are really uninspired today. Yep, because here we go into what character would you be? Oh, hell no. I chose no one. Neither did you, I. Because there's no way you're any of these people. These people are so unrealistically one-dimensional yeah. that they did not fit not even a tiny bit of anybody's yeah. personality. Mm. Nope. It was, yeah. It was so, bad. let's go on to the next one. Does it hold up? No. no. It was funny, though. Yes. It funny. I will say it was entertaining in that sense. Yes. All right. All right, and let's dive into our seven rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go through them? Sure. I'll start with number one. Don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement, a shack, the attic. Rule number five, (laughs) 
Why are you going in there if it says don't enter? Looks no scary. It's in the middle of the woods and you're not the owner. Yep. <laughs> rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. This is what's great about slasher movies. They almost always break multiple rules, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. I have when Ginny um, is at the cabin and she says, hello, who's there? That is my classic favorite. It is. Hello, who's there? I mean, you she really literally says it. someone to say, hey, it's me, Jason. I mean, to be fair, if it's somebody you know, they're going to say, yeah, it's me. I think that's the intention behind the hello, who's there? Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Anyway, because you're giving me a face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff and Sandra split up from the group to go to uh, Camp Crystal Lake when they mm-hmm. went on foot. Ginny didn't make sure Jason was dead twice. Yeah. So she sucks. Yeah, she's pretty And I would say bad. turn on the lights, but the power went out. Well. So that's not really their. Except in the kitchen, apparently. Apparently. But, you know, that's not really their fault. They couldn't yeah. really. And then why are you going in there? Mm-hmm. Into the shack. Yeah. Like, no. Why are you running into a dark forest? Take the damn main road and run like hell. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Those Mm -hmm. were the rules broken in Friday the 13th, part two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Scream Award. This is how many times Erica screams in a horror movie. You put two out of five for yourself. I think so. I think I screamed twice. I put one according to my notes, but if you say so, sure. And it's like your dad says, you need to retrain your brain. <laughs> that was good, right? That was a good line on That was a end. good line, man. I was like, what? Excuse you? <laughs> anyway. We rented this movie on Amazon, and you can also rent it on YouTube, Vudu, Redbox, or Apple TV if you are so inclined. <laughs> what? Don't give me that look. I'm sure somebody likes it. And they probably hate on us now for disliking it. There you go. No? Okay. No. I mean, maybe it's just an, I mean, it, the even the scores are bad. So it's not even a classic thing because I actually ended up not disliking part one mm-hmm. um, as much as I thought I would. But this is just bad. Yeah, I, I'll revisit part one with you right now. And I hated part one. Okay. And I didn't end I, up hating it, remember? I know. You yeah. were so against watching it when yeah. we watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it'll be great. And we kind of switched we places. Switched. In this like, one, we were both on point. I was like, what was the purpose of watching this movie back then? <laughs> I mean, it's the 80s. It is what it is. It is what it is. You're right. Actually, that one was from the 70s, I think. But the, it, it, late 70s. But I guess... It has evolved so much that when you look at it now, because I remember being scared to death back then. Mm. When I look at it now, it's like, oh, yeah. But then you watch Halloween. Right. Same thing, right? And Texas Chainsaw, at least and the first still one. And they're still still good. Yeah. But to be fair, I've also, I think I've seen Halloween Part 2 once. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember it. I don't remember it being as impactful as Part 1. Right. And Texas Chainsaw, I've never seen any of the sequels. I have no idea what I they're haven't like. Seen, I don't think I've seen any of so them I'm either. kind of curious. Um, I will say that if, I, of the two, no, of the three um, crazy people from oh, yeah, these kind of movies. Yeah, He has a mask. Yeah. He has his mask at He's the ready. From day one. So where I was going with that. Yes, I know this tangent of mine is bad. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick between Michael Myers and Jason. I'm picking Michael. Michael is the scarier one. Oh, yeah. And 
from day one, he's, he's scary. crazy intelligent, in right. my opinion. Yeah. And apparently and crazy strong. strong yeah. He could carry a tombstone around. But Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Jason is just... Ugh. And Leatherface is scary, too, in a different way. Because he's not... I don't consider him intelligent like right. Michael Myers. But he's scary and he's intimidating with his appearance. He's raw emotion. Yeah. Okay, Archie. Thank, thank you, you for Archie. that. Um, he's raw emotion. Yeah. Of this... There's something in him that makes him very scary about yeah. what's behind in that mind. Yeah. He Jason just, just doesn't do that for me. He's at like, all. And then Freddy, I mean, I take look, him the, more seriously than Jason. The fact that he can get into your dreams, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So All right. So we have talked this movie to death. More dead than Jason. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's a wrap on Friday the 13th, part two. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers and please, Send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great, too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.